go. Welcome back to the Bomb Squad Sports Betting Podcast. Today we are on week eight. Woo! Yes, sir. <laughs> week eight. Week eight of college football, and you're going to want to listen because last week Nick Bomber went four and zero. Spencer Sharp went four and zero. Austin Bomber went four and zero. Ben Snyder did not. Uh, I actually went one and three, but you guys, I'm bouncing back. We're going to go all four and zero this week. So well, this a good week to listen. Yep. We are officially at the halfway point for the season as well. Yep. We're starting. We're getting dialed in. Um, I had a rough week, but. That happened. Spencer had a rough week two weeks ago, and then he followed it up with four and zero. So that's right. Um, it's it's and that's this. I'm wearing my nice Buffalo hat I got from uh, Colorado when I was there. This last week was my favorite week ever. Alabama goes down. USC goes down. Me and Austin make two different parlays, and we hit those. We three. I, had, I went four, perfect. Was we? Three. What? We made four of them. We did. We did. Uh, well, I guess we did an early one on Saturday. Yes, but my point yeah. is. We were just – it was like we couldn't miss. It felt good. Like Even I said, the one that lost kind of almost hit, too. Yeah. Remember when Justin yeah. Shipley to score a touchdown? That was – yeah, that was the only hit that we didn't have. Um, so, yeah. And on top of that, like I said, Alabama goes down. Absolutely awesome. It was Nick's dog. I put money on all uh, of our dogs and then cashed out before the night game so I didn't want to stay up. <laughs> so I made money there, which was nice, before Ben's. Felt bad, yeah. but I made money. USC went down, which was great because – I got two friends that love USC, but I will say <laughs> I do agree with a couple things that we said on the pod from the last time. Number one, Caleb Williams is the best player right now in college football, I would say, um, after watching that game. And USC's defense is costing them. Um, but really, overall, those are the two things. But great week. I would say almost a 10 out of 10 for me. I've never I don't know if I've ever been happier. That was, it was a good week. I, it was one of the rare weeks that I had the whole Saturday to watch football, and I was having fun. Even though my bets sucked, all you guys, you guys were hitting everything. We hit our money line parlay, which was kind of a miracle that Ball State came back and won yeah, well. uh, down against UConn, and that was the only pick that I got right, and that was like a minus two seventy five, three forty, minus three forty, something like that. Yeah, but they came back and won. Um, and then Spencer's money line pick, Eastern Carolina, that went to double overtime, triple overtime, triple overtime mm-hmm. uh, due to some bad clock management on Eastern Carolina's part. Yeah, they should have they should have needed down at the end of regulation and just kicked the field goal. Uh, instead, they scored early and then they let um, who they're they let fate. The crazy thing is, triple overtime it, it starts. You do a two point conversion. Yeah, you get one play, so it was like. Man, that was hectic. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to sweat. <laughs> Never a doubt. No. Uh, our free plays did very well as well. I can't remember off the top of my head. Was it six, six and three? Seven and two? Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but. Uh, and then, yeah, we, you guys went. You guys each won your super dogs. And not only did you cover, your teams actually won. And they were um, all seven and a half points or more. Yeah, Michigan State, uh, Tennessee, and who'd you have, Austin? Uh, did I have Illinois? Illinois. Illinois. No, yeah, seriously. they all won outright. I had UNLV. UNLV got <laughs> just kicked in the dick. It was horrible. But Spencer, Spencer, Spencer did a money line parlay of all three and <laughs> cashed out before UNLV pl- played. So Spencer, mm-hmm. uh, 
Would you bet five bucks on it and then you cashed out at one twenty five or something? One one sixty, I cashed out. It could have paid out five hundred, and I just didn't want to stay up. I was like, I'll just take the <laughs> I don't blame money. You. Wasn't it a one dollar bet? It's five bucks. I just oh, did it. I just put. I was just like, oh, for fun, I'll put. Like every week, I do five bucks, and if I hit it once, it pays out. Even Great. the cash out will be tremendous for that one. So I mean, that just paid for your whole year if you do that every week. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's fifteen bucks or fifteen weeks times five bucks, seventy five dollars. So right. UNLV is going to win this week. I honestly was going to pick them, but I don't. I wanted to pick teams that were going to win so I can make the parlay better. <laughs> <I just got laughs> that that no. one's a little more sweaty for me. Yeah. I think so they're kind of dead until their quarterback comes back. A phenomenal week on Super Dogs. Um, monster teaser. My pick lost. I had UTSA's uh, versus FIU over 50. U- UTSA had not had one game where they. Well, there wasn't 50 points in that game except for the pick that I did. And then you guys hit all yours. The good um, thing about losing that, though, we lost it on Friday night. So it wasn't like uh, – like, I mean, obviously it sucked to lose because we have – it's like a big play for us. But yeah, it's a lot better than if it was the last leg. You know what I mean? And then and we had – we gained 13 points on it or whatever. That would have sucked a lot worse. True. But, yeah, overall, in general um, – as on our if you listen to our podcast our bets or our picks on the podcast went uh let me do the math here uh 13 and three i think or uh, no if you bet them as singles but yeah money lines a parlay and the teasers of parlay so well we did well so cashing everything this week that's right i do have updates on our records halfway through the season uh, money lines. Austin is undefeated still, which actually factored into him changing his pick this week because he wants to keep playing. Uh, Spencer's <laughs> five and two. Ben's four and three. Nick's three and four. Uh, best bets. Nick is a sterling. Actually, money line parlay. We have hit three out of seven for plus eight point one eight units. So, if nice. he's one out of every three, we're doing well here. Yeah. Best bets. Nick. Lost his very first one on week zero, and he strung six wins in a row. Uh, so he's kind of killing his best bet. He's definitely yeah, sure. on lock. Um, I'm five and two. Ben's four and three. Spencer's three and four. As a group, if you bet a unit on every single one of our picks, you would be plus 4.77 units. Uh, again, you can't be mad about that. If you're a unit, yeah. bucks, you're up almost 100 bucks. So uh monster teaser nick's got that down he's four and oh uh spencer's three and one and me and ben two and two and one and three we have been the issue with that uh it's kind of been a pain in our ass low key <laughs> uh, yeah if you get rid of the monster teaser yeah we'd be feeling pretty good yeah be better but um yeah as a group we're one for four on those with for minus 2.2 units again not the end of the world but we, we should be doing better on those uh, super dogs, everyone's doing pretty well. Uh, I'm four and three with three outright winners. Ben's four and three with two outright winners. Uh, Spencer's three and four with two outright winners. And Nick's three and four with two outright winners. Can't be mad about that, especially if you're betting their money lines. Um, yep. We don't do the locks anymore. Everyone did pretty well on those. Uh, but that's where we stand halfway through the year. Uh, ready to get into picks for week eight? Week eight. Do so it. we'll go. We'll go ahead and get started. Um, let's start with you, Austin. Let's go with our money line pick, and let's start with you on your uh, why you changed your pick. 
Okay, so I originally had IU, which I still will be releasing as a free pick on Instagram. The reason I changed it is because you can bet them at plus 140. Just put a unit on it. Don't, mm-hmm. don't kind of uh, – there's no really reason to put it in a parlay, even though I would be happy about us hitting a plus whatever it was, eight. I, I did actually bet the parlay. I did too. Um, but yeah. Instead of just getting cocky about hitting a big parlay, I'm like, let's just play it smart. We're doing well on Moneyline Parlays. So that's kind of my reasoning why I changed it. And the more I dug into games, the more I liked my pick. Um, but I'm, I'm going to let Spencer go first on his. Yes, you absolutely can. I am ready to rock and roll. So for my money line pick, I did Toledo. So Toledo is minus 265. I normally don't go with this juiced of a number. Um, my original first pick I really wanted was Penn State. Ben grabbed that one. So I was like, ooh, this is kind of my second favorite one. So Toledo has won five of its last seven games overall in the Mid-American Conference. Not only that, I didn't know this, but they've been averaging 38.4 yards or 30, sorry, 38.4 points per game. Um, and then on top of that, they've been averaging 193 yards per game as well. And I just think as far as their offense is moving, they're just unstoppable in the MAC, um, where defenses aren't exactly very strong, as we know. I think Toledo runs it up here and they score a lot of points. Number one and number two, they get a nice win. That's hopefully, I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy win like I did last week. Hopefully, it's a no sweat if they play it smart at the end. (laughs) Nice. All right. Uh, Nick? Um, I got uh, two lane minus 260. Uh, They're six and one this year, playing at home, currently ranked number 25 on the AP poll, which doesn't mean nothing, but there's a little hype around them. Um, they have solid wins this year at Houston and at Kansas State. Their defense is solid. They're only giving up 15 points a game. Um, they're playing Memphis, who we faded last week. They can't stop a nosebleed. Defense is awful. So, I think they have a very good shot to roll this week and get a W. So, Tulane minus 260 on DraftKings. Nice. Austin, you want to go? You want me to go? Yeah. Um, so, I got my notes here on the Army. Uh, ULM game. My pick is Army. Uh, they, they have a lot of injuries right now, so it's kind of hard to, to figure out who's starting at quarterback from this week. But again, they're a triple option team. How much does that really matter? Uh, quite a bit, kind of, but depending on how they're running it, it might not. Um, but I'm hoping Tahir Tyler's healthy. Uh, Army's won 17 of their last 20 home games. Combine that with the fact that Louisiana Monroe's 0-10 on their last 10 road games. Uh, ULM's road defense this year is giving up 180 rush yards a game. Army at home is averaging 335 rush yards. So I just expect them to run all over them, work the clock. Uh, they played during the COVID shortened season two years ago, and Army won at home 37 to 7. I just, at minus 230 here, I don't know how I can't play this as my money line pick, uh, unless anyone objects. Uh, ULM is there. They are a very improved team. I will give them that, but I just think playing those triple option military schools is, is just a different animal. And it's really hard to prepare for. I know like for anyone who's winning against this kind of offense in high school or middle school or whatever, it's, it's just different. Like, and I just don't think ULM is going to be ready for it. I think army is going to run down their throat. Yeah. I like it. Um, okay, for my pick, I took Penn State at home against Minnesota. 
Um, two teams that are coming off uh, some pretty brutal losses. Minnesota just lost to Illinois. Um, Illinois, I think Illinois, they won that game by, I don't remember how much it was, 12 points or something. But they had like 300 more yards than Minnesota. It should have been way worse. And Penn State got uh, beat pretty bad by Michigan. Michigan finally played somebody and took care of business. Um, but we've talked about it on this podcast. Night games. Uh, the home team has a huge advantage, and I I love watching night games at Penn State. If they got a whiteout going, um, they're playing a zombie nation, um, electric atmosphere. I love Penn State here at minus two hundred. Um, I actually also like Penn State halftime full time at uh, plus one twenty is what I found it on DraftKings, and I think on I looked at other sites on like points bet it was like minus or it might have been like plus one hundred five. So plus one twenty I thought thought was a good uh good value on DraftKings, but that's not my play, but my play is Penn state money line here. I didn't. So we have army Toledo, Penn state and Tulane. I didn't um, see what the odds are on this. I'll probably, when I do the graphics and I put them on Instagram, I'll probably try to find um, there's usually like promos on Fridays for like odds boosts and stuff like that. And I tr- usually try to include that. So you guys can get the best bang for your buck, but yeah, did anybody, yeah. did anybody put this in and see what the odds are? No. Is Tanner Morgan playing? That would help Penn State out a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he did get hurt at the end of the Illinois game. I was going to say that uh, Sean Clifford's questionable, but he if he anyway. doesn't play, I don't think it really matters. They have a five-star backup, so. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. I didn't put it in yet. I, I did the other one that we had. I need to put this one in, too. Do both of them. Yeah. Watch them both hit. I'm gonna. I'm betting both. I, I'm keeping I'll the IU one as pretty much just an IU money line play, I guess. But I, I'll probably play IU money line separately. So hopefully IU wins. But hopefully. Uh, not gonna lie, I missed what you said right before that because I was looking at Drew Holiday's stats and he just fucking sucks so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. We have. I've got two different parlays where, where he, we needed him to do well, but oh well. <laughs> we had a very good. We had a very good first day of the NBA. First two days. Yeah, about to give 300 of it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so there's our money line parlay. Moving on to our best bet. Um, let's go ahead with you, Spencer. Yes, so my best bet. This is something I kind of bouncing back and forth. With. There's a couple different that I actually liked. I'm doing team total for Cincinnati over 30 and a half points. Um, so, so far, kind of Cincinnati started out kind of slow. Um, we bet them kind of early on. And they had some slow productivity offensive-wise. But they've actually stepped it up more recently. Right now, um, I got some different stats up. As far as in the NCAA, um, offensive-wise, they are ranked 47th in offensive productivity as far as, like, average yards per game. Meanwhile, the defense they're playing in SMU is 109th. Um, So I think there's definitely, uh, you know, spread there where there's going to be points. And not only that, but SMU with the pace of play. I think there's just going to be a lot of points in this game um, overall. So I look for Cincinnati to score 35 to 42. So I think this will be able to hit. So that's my best bet. Nice. Uh, what about you, Nick? I got, uh, let's see here. Purdue over, Purdue team total over 24 and a half minus 110. They play at Wisconsin. Um, they scored, they've scored uh, over. 25 points in every single game this year except for one and that was against minnesota um 
They're averaging 34 points a game this year. Wisconsin's giving up 21 points a game this year. Wisconsin's defense ain't nothing. Um, nothing. I think that AOC is going to be slinging the ball around the field. So I like my pick a lot. Uh, it's team total over 24 and a half, minus 110. So. Nice. Um, what about you, Austin? Uh, my pick is Toledo over 33 at plus money, plus 105. Uh, they opened the year against Long Island, scored 37. They pulled their starters out at halftime. Uh, week two, they beat UMass. They scored 55. They put up 21 on Ohio State. Uh, definitely not a bad not a bad showing there. They did lose to San Diego State. They only scored 14, but we all know San Diego State likes to run the ball, and they will use all of the 40-second play clock, so that doesn't concern me. In MAC play, they dropped 38 on Central Michigan, 52 on Northern Illinois, and 52 on Kent State. I actually made a mention to you guys on Saturday. They were down 31 to seven, I think. Yeah. Yep. You sent it to uh, us. <laughs> like with one minute to go in the half and then boom, 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 four or five touchdowns in like 15 minutes. So they got some stud backs. Yeah. They can definitely put points on the board quick. Uh, the overs hit in 10 of their last 12 games. Uh, so their defense isn't exactly anything to write home about. I think there's going to be a lot of possessions in this game. And yeah, I just at plus money, I think, I think they have at least 21 and a half, so we should be cruising to this one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I went with uh, one of our favorite guys we like to, to bet on, um, Bijan, Bijan Robinson, over 104.5 rushing yards. I wanted to pick something in this game because you got Texas at Oklahoma uh, State. Uh, it's going to be a good game. Um, actually, Texas is favorite, even though Oklahoma State is ranked 11th. Um, but – here in 30 mile an hour wins um, for that game. So I, I expect there'll be a lot of running the ball. Um, and I actually, I looked on multiple sites um, on his player props and on DraftKings you can get it at 104 and a half on FanDuel. It was at like 114 and a half and it was like worse odds. So I thought it was good value on DraftKings. I agree. It's yes. funny. He actually asked me and Spencer, what we thought the line would be and spencer said 102 102 yeah and i said 115 so i was kind yeah. of surprised to see it at but I, the, the discrepancy doesn't shock me because player props are so bet on so fewly that if you put a hundred dollar bet on it you can actually move the line yeah because a lot of states they don't allow player props uh they have they have gambling regulations against it so indiana is one of like four or five states i think you can actually bet on player props Love yeah. So someone like me who comes in and drops 250 bucks on someone's thing, and then I text Ben and these guys and say, hey, place this bet, and Ben responds three minutes later and says the line's moved. I mean, significantly, yeah. $250. Especially because nobody bets unders on player props, especially college. It's not fun to. Unless like need a we need a new rule where Austin says, Hey, I'm going to be placing this bet in one hour. <laughs> so, I can, so I can get my $20 bet in real quick. The thing is about college player props, and Nick knows this very well, they lock them and change them all the time, or they'll just take them off the board. Yeah. That yeah. one day we wanted uh, Travion Henderson, which actually ended up losing, uh, to get a touchdown was like minus 160 or something. And Next thing you know, it's fucking minus 300. <laughs> And it was gone for like a day and a half. I don't know. Shit's weird. So whenever I see something I like player prop wise, I kind of bet it right away. 
So I'm gonna have to bet your Bajan Robinson bet like now. Actually, it's probably changed since you picked it. Probably I did is. it. I did an hour ago, and it was like that. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna bet it right now. Actually, I I placed it after I sent it. Okay, right. so our best bets we got Austin Toledo team total over 33. Uh, Spencer went Cincy team total over 30 and a half. Uh, I went uh, Bijan Robinson over 104 and a half rushing yards, Win. and Nick went Purdue team total over 24 and a half. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I can hey, see that being a low scoring game. It won't you be. Think so? I don't know. I mean, Wisconsin, even when they suck, they still somehow always have Purdue's number. They do. And, I mean, I don't know. They're just going to run the ball and be annoying. I think that's going to be a gross game, to be honest. Pick in the end zone. But Graham like Mertz is absolute dog shit, so chances are he throws a pick. That's what I was going to say. You might get <laughs> at least one. It's funny. Right. Like, last week, I think I bet him over one and a, or under one and a half passing touchdowns. I don't remember who they were playing. Northwestern, maybe. Yeah, of course he throws two in the first quarter. What are the chances? Goes. <laughs> he had like 70 yards passing for the game. Somehow threw two touchdowns. That's funny. Hey, t- Toledo's team total dropped. What is it? 32 what? and a half. 32 and a half? Is it still plus money? Minus 115. Oh, I kind of like that. Bet it. I already did plus two. 105. I'm betting it right now. I mean, they're going to score 52. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, Spencer, does your hat not have a thing over the top? No. It's a, it's oh, like a it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, what do you, like a Buffalo hat. visor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, really I'm cool, man. Cool fucking pe- Look at that shit. I know we we sl- slightly mentioned it, but the people that are listening can't see it. Spencer has this buffalo looking visor with horns on it, and Austin has a buffalo hat. So me and Nick feel like idiots without buffalo hats. I wanted to buy like a Utah hat or something really obnoxious, but Chelsea wouldn't let me. Jeez. Ben, you actually got me this hat. I know. I was at Yellowstone. Wyoming. Yeah. Was it Wyoming? I think I took a I took a picture of it and it was like there was like a sign that said something like feeling horny. And you were I sent it to you and you're like, buy me it. I'm like, all right. Funny thing is, I don't think I paid you for it. That's all right. And then the, the time you went as a buffalo, you, you uh, rented like a for Bigfoot Halloween. costume and then wore the buffalo hat and you went as a buffalo for Halloween. I mean, I was the hit of that night, so it was yeah. worth, it was worth sweating my ass off in a chill. I was going to say it had to be sweaty. <laughs> it was hot. I mean, like we would be like in a garage dancing or whatever. People like dance with me. I'm like, dude, if I dance with you, you're going to have to take me to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny Memories. what do we got next we got a monster teaser all right yep monster teaser we're fucking due we have to win this week um we keep making these promises but we are going to finally win one i like our picks <laughs> every week we're like hey, I <laughs> mentioned, last week i said if i lost my monster teaser i would give away a 250 dollars free bet yeah. so thank god well, where's it at thank god i hit my no pick. he hit it he hit Austin hit his leg. He said, "If I lose my leg, the whole time I was thinking. The whole time I was thinking, I thought I said, if the group parlay misses, yeah, you can't take you can't take that burden from us. We got to be responsible for. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I was was deep thinking about that one. (laughs) Okay, uh, Spencer, what you got for the monster teaser? Oh wait, let me say one thing. 
if uh, this is, I know, like, if you listen to this podcast, then you've probably heard me explain this, but Monster Teaser, you have to do this on DraftKings. Um, you pick the standard lines that we're going to tell you, and then you, down at the bottom before, like, you, you can bet it as a parlay, but don't bet as a parlay. You can change it from parlay to um, teaser and then do a 13-point teaser. So that's how you, and I'll, I, I was going to do a thing on social media, so look out for that this week. I'll do, like, a screen recording showing how you do that. Um, so basically we pick the spread and then we're, we're getting 13 extra points, whichever way we want or the over-unders. So, um, and actually before Spencer gives this pick, it looks like we're running out of time on this, uh, specific zoom meeting. Yeah. So we're, we'll just create another one and then we'll start from there. Yeah. Start it now. Recording. All right. We're back. We got a new zoom uh, meeting going. So uh, let's pick up where we left off. We are talking our monster teaser. Uh, we are due Spencer. What is your pick? So for monster teaser, I decided to go with a game. We actually already kind of talked about and that's Purdue. I think the number should be two and a half. Cause I got it with the teaser. It should be 15 and a half is what I have down. So yeah. Um, yeah, that 13, that would make sense. Um, so you're getting two touchdowns there. I don't see Wisconsin beating anyone by two touchdowns no. the rest of the year, just because that's not the kind of offense they run. And I like Nick said, I think Purdue puts up some points as well, um, or I hope so, so that his pick hits there. So Purdue plus 15 and a half was my leg feeling good about it. Nice. I like it. Um, Nick, what you got? Um, I got Maryland minus one at playing at home versus Northwestern. Northwestern is awful. They've won their first game this year against Nebraska, and they've lost five straight. Uh, we've been riding Maryland all year long, so let's keep riding them. Maryland minus one. The spread 14, so knocking down the one. I like it. Uh, Austin? Uh, I was going to let you go. Okay. Um, I have Marshall. Uh, their normal spread is 12 and a half um, against James Madison. Um, but if you do the 13-point teaser, it goes to 25 and a half. If Marshall can beat Notre Dame but then loses to a team that just became an FBS school, uh, this year, I get James Madison's a good football team, really good. Um, but Marshall should be able to stay within 25 and a half points. Um, what about you, Austin? Uh, my pick here is Syracuse and Clemson unders. So the normal line is 49 and a half. This will change it to 62 and a half. Uh, Clemson, the under has hit in five of their last six games against Syracuse. The under has hit in 14 of the last 20 home games. Uh, the Clemson's 20, you know, their last 20 at home. Basically, they just don't lose at home. Uh, home Clemson, the home's defense is giving up 55 rush yards a game. This is kind of Syracuse's bread and butter with Sean Tucker. He's a phenomenal running back. But I just don't see any way the Syracuse O-line gets, gets the Clemson D-line moving in the trenches. Uh, and Garrett Schrader is not going to beat you passing. Let's let's just be honest about it. He's not a good quarterback. Uh, he's a great athlete, but he can't pass. So uh, I'd be I'd be shocked to see Syracuse score more than seventeen here, which means Clemson would get forty five points. Forty five seventeen would hit for us. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think I see this game being like I don't know Clemson thirty four, Syracuse thirteen. Bet the exact score. <laughs> Do it. Believe it or not, I've come – I just did. Uh, believe it or not, I've came damn close on some NFL ones. Like, 
like within two or three points. It'll be one of those things if you don't bet the exact same score, you'll go back and listen to this recording and be like, we could have been to Cabo. It's happened before. I know. <laughs> What's sick is that Broncos Colts one I had. Um, oh, yeah. Five bucks paid like a grand. And yeah. It should have hit. Like if the Broncos would have just stopped the Colts on that last drive, they would have won nine to six. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Or they had, I don't remember. It was a really good chance of hitting it with like a minute to go. And then they somehow let the Colts tie it and then the Colts kicked the field goal in overtime to win. Um, what a game. game. College great. correct scores are impossible, I guess. When you're, you're betting on those, you're just a moron. <laughs> I got you know what I mean? Like NFL, you can actually kind of dial it in. Yeah. Breaking news. Virginia went for it because on our Instagram right now, Ben did a Ben's best bet for under 22 and a half. Is that what you said? Yeah. Under yeah. 22 and a half. Virginia went for it, went to fourth down again, and then decided they were going to kick a field goal with 115, and college kickers do what they always did, missed it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're sitting a lot better if Georgia yeah. can run out the clock. with the It's a good thing it was Ben's bet, not Nick's, because if Nick would have made it, Nick would have made that bet, he would have drilled it right down <laughs> the middle. The kicker actually would have not kicked it, and he would have just thrown a touchdown. No, back. you know what would have happened if Nick would have bet it? They would have got two false start penalties, and it would end up being a 43-yard. 53-yarder. Yeah. He would have kicked it and could have made it 70. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right. Our last section of our picks for the podcast. We have our super dog picks. Um, bang, bang. Bang, bang. This, this is one of my favorite parts of our podcast. Um, Austin, do you want to give a brief uh, thing? We talk about it now. After like 30 seconds, I got to look up the standings. Okay. So our super dog picks every every week, we pick an, uh, a dog, someone who is uh, the underdog to win the game. Um, we've just picked their spreads and then we, we have like a tally going to see in our record on what our record is against the spread. And then also what our record is on outright wins. Um, and we're kind of going against the college game day. Is that who we're going against? Yeah. yeah. We're going against okay. the college game day guys. Cause we kind of got this idea from them. So we're keeping track of what they're picking. Um, and right now we're, some of us are doing pretty good. Oh, in general, we, we have a winning record on, uh, on dogs, don't we? Yeah, so if I mean, if you bet on uh, money line, you'd definitely be you'd be up. Yeah, you just bet in spreads. Mm, probably not really. Yeah, if you just did spreads, we would be eight. We would be fourteen to fourteen. So right. Um, well, so we're getting dialed in. Different. Last week we had uh, we got three. We went three and one last week, and then also the three that won won outright. So two, three different seven and a half dogs that won outright. So that's. Mm-hmm. That's What's solid. crazy about those three is I bet them all to win one to 13 too, which makes that money line even higher. Yeah. Which I don't get why everyone doesn't do that because if you're an underdog, what are the chances you're going to win by 14 or more? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Point. Um, so our scoring is a little bit different than college game days. They give like seven points for a win or something. So if you actually watch college game day every Saturday and their point system doesn't make sense as ours, I think ours is a little more dialed in because um, they just give the same amount for out, any outright win, which – if you're picking a three-point dog compared to a 21-point dog, they should not be the same. Yeah. I mean, it's more impressive. Um, so we have a little scoring system, like three to sevens, two points, et cetera. Um, but so far, the leader, uh, counting the college game day with our scoring, would be me with 11 points. David Pollock is actually 7-0 and against the spread for 10 points. But he's picking a lot of three-point dogs. So, But, I mean, Still. if you watch college game day, you should be betting his um, – Money line. His, no, it's just against the spread. He only has three wins. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, so he's covering, but they're they're just tight games. 
Um, Desmond has 10 points. Kirk has nine points. Reese has eight. Ben has eight. And then Nick and Spencer both have seven. And then Corso has four. And Pat McAfee has two. So Fade Pat. <laughs> well, he just started doing it. I'm just kidding. Actually, no, he's done six picks now. So it's hard. He's had two voids, so he's going to get in pushes. He's picking West Virginia every week. <laughs> yeah, overall, I would say we're doing really well to get nine outright wins out of our 14 picks. Yeah. That's pretty good. That means that means you got a good system, which at the end of the day, that's kind of what your, your super dog should be. You should be picking a team that you think will win or mm-hmm. a very good chance to win. If you're just picking a team that you will know will cover, you're kind of playing the lazy game because you're only going to get one point, so – yeah. You would have to you'd have to win like two or three 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 fourths of them probably to win our thing throughout the year because Nick hit like a eighteen point dog last year I hit a twenty three point dog last year you're just not gonna win with that formula yeah um, yeah to get into our picks uh, fire away okay let's go ahead and start with Spencer okay I like that I like starting I have Liberty plus seven I feel. Very good about this. Liberty has only lost one game, and it was to Wake Forest by one point, and it came down through the wire. Um, Liberty has looked very good offensively, um, and I just think BYU is broken right now um, as far as the team. They got – I don't know. It's just offensively they don't look like they're clicking as much. Um, last week it even showed, and defensively they've been at kind of the bottom tier um, as far as the NCAA as well. So I love Liberty here at plus seven actually saw it, put it right away today. And Austin was like, gosh, darn it. I really wanted them. That made me feel equally as good because I do think they're a great play. Once again, though, I'm going to take all of our money lines, put five bucks on it. And I'll decide at that moment, if three of them hit, and then I'm waiting for one of the games is what I'm going to do. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Worked for you last week. (laughs) I know. All right, uh, Nick. All right. I'm on a heater right now. Yeah. Normally you should fade me, but, um, UCLA plus six. They're playing at Oregon. I don't like taking road dogs, but in DTR we trust. So, <laughs> and Bo Nix sucks. Bo Nix is Bo Nix. He sucks. Um, I think they have a. Good, I think they'll definitely cover. I think they have a good shot to win out, right? So, UCLA plus six. I like it, uh, Austin. Sorry, I was just laughing. Our friend Zeke just sent me a screenshot of a, a, a picture. It says, Brian Robinson shot twice, missed four games. Slant boy injured his toe, four games and counting. And we just made a trade in fantasy. And he, his comment says, I'm ready for Slant boy to fuck me over for the third straight year. This <laughs> pussy every year and he never plays. <laughs> um, but my pick is IU. So, I haven't been doing the early line report the last two weeks because the books have gotten so much sharper that I haven't really found that many angles and I'm not going to come on, on here and talk for 10 or 15 minutes about two picks. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, this is not worth it. Um, but when I, when I noticed the first line, the IU at plus three was the first thing that jumped out to me. Rutgers is notoriously bad at home. Uh, they are three and nine in their last 12 against the spread at home. Uh, unders have unders hit like crazy. Uh, unders have hit in four of the last games at IU and nine of the last 10 home games. They're six and 12 in their last 18 games. Uh, unders have hit in nine out of their last 10 October games at home. It's kind of a weird stat, but uh, makes sense to me. They are getting their quarterback back, but Rutgers isn't a team that's just going to 
uh, like outpoint you. So looking through their games here, they scored 20. They beat Boston College 22-21. Nick said that they had like some crazy turnovers. That's how they scored. Uh, they dropped 66 on Wagner, not a good team. But they're in that 16, 10, 10, and 13. This team can't score. So even if Rutgers wins, what are they going to do? Win with 17? I think IE will score 14 here at plus three and a half from my pick. For Superdog, I think they went outright. IU's offense is not that bad. They showed last week and their comeback against Maryland that they can score when they have to. Um, and it's a revenge, revenge game. Rutgers won at IU last year. Uh, IU, surprisingly, is in line to make a bowl game. Huh. Uh, hope they don't. I don't. actually hope, I hope I lose this bet. They won't. But money-wise, I mean, I have an over on Rutgers for futures and I have an under on IU for futures. And Rutgers is over four. I think they have three wins. So I'll at least push if they win this game. But I just – I don't know. I don't see any way they they cover three and a half points against IU. Um, but, yeah, after this, I hope IU loses every game by 40. I hope they – or if they do make a bowl game, I hope they get absolutely skull-fucked by, like, 60. Um, by, like, Army or someone. I don't care. I just want to see them – I just want to see all the fans cry. But Notre Dame. They ain't making a bowl game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they will. Look at Rutgers' offense this year. They're averaging 100. They are doing a pretty good job running the ball. They cannot throw the ball at all, though. No. So, yeah, that's my pick. IU plus three and a half. <laughs> I'm also betting their money line as a single, and I will give that on Instagram. That was originally my money line pick, so I feel pretty confident in this pick. Nice. Um, I am taking Duke plus nine and a half at Miami. Um, Duke has kind of fizzled out. They've lost to Georgia Tech in overtime and then lost a, a close game to North Carolina. Um, I'm this is more of just like this is more of just against Miami. I just I don't think Miami is good at all. Um, they've they've got one they won last week at Virginia Tech by six points. I just haven't been impressed with them um at all. I think uh Duke at least stays with them here. Um, even though the Duke has kind of fizzled out a little bit. So um, I'm going to go Duke plus nine and a half. And I saw that the line moved towards Duke. People are picking Miami. The, the I'm looking at a thing right now saying that 76% of the people are picking um, Miami. So that doesn't make sense to me. I understand Duke's defense isn't that great, but Miami's offense isn't exactly a juggernaut. Right. We've been fading them pretty much all season. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've they, got. We're on Southern Miss. It was like six to three at halftime or something. They lost at home against Middle Tennessee State yeah, by two touchdowns. <laughs> Trash ass team. Yeah. Crazy. So, yep, there's our super dogs. We got Austin with IU plus three and a half, Spencer with Liberty plus seven. I've got Duke plus nine and a half, and Nick has UCLA plus six. Yes, so sir. Two other things I wanted to touch on here. Kevin White. What's up with uh, Rodrigo Blankenship being the Cardinals kicker and nailing a 50-yarder? Did he really? Oh, they yeah. had, uh, did Taysom Hill just score a touchdown? Mm. Yes. I'm way behind. I bet him on my dad's uh, free points that same game parlay to score a touchdown. Nice. That's hilarious. It was plus 300. Really? What was in my mind? He's got five touchdowns on the year rushing. I, 
I might have bet. I think I might have bet a free bet on him to get first touchdown. Oh, who was it first? first. Oh, my bad. It just happened. Um, I got a question for each of you. Two questions for each of you guys. First, I want you all to give a a 1-13 to win margin pick for college football in the week. Okay. And second, out of the top – out of the undefeated teams, top five, whatever you want to consider it, who do you think is the most likely to lose this week? Uh, The the teams I had down were – Syracuse at Clemson, obviously that don't count that game because Syracuse is obviously going to lose. I would say between Ole Miss at LSU, UCLA at Oregon, Oklahoma State, and TCU versus Kansas State. Uh, Oklahoma State has a loss. Oh. So out of those three games, who's most likely to lose? TCU at home to Kansas State, UCLA on the road at Oregon, or Ole Miss on the road at LSU? I think it's a very enticing question because all three of them are underdogs. Yeah, I I would just from watching an eyeball test, I'd say Old Miss. Yeah, I would agree, Old Miss. Old Miss. But there's a lot of hype right now. And there's a lot of money on LSU, which scares me. Yeah, no, money on LSU is a good thing. It's it's the percentage of bets you don't want to see. Yeah, oh. that's true. Money's good because the sharps they bet lots of money. So like right. for every one sharp bet, it's probably a hundred casuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're, if you're looking at splits, go based off the. If right. there's a big discrepancy on money and and bets, that means sharps are betting one way and public's betting the other. Right. And then for my one to thirteen, I'm looking at noon games because I wanted to do noon. So actually, what I already bet was your your dog. I want I did Indiana one to thirteen because I love I love the odds of that. Um, and I like doing noon game ones and then whatever money I get doing it again for 3.30. So I even already was looking at 3.30 games. And for that one, 3.30, I was thinking I would do – I was going to do Texas. Drew Holiday is two for 12. That's terrible. Cut uh, this man. <laughs> Liberty uh, would be another good one to do, <laughs> one to 13. That's Notre Dame, one. Notre Dame one to 13 against UNLV. Yeah, I would so, do it. That's not the bad. They can't. They can't, beat, they can't blow people out. <laughs> it is bad though to use sarcasm on this because people might, people who don't know us, might be listening. And that was sarcasm. Um, <laughs> but uh, my pick, I think, I think I can see UCLA losing at Oregon. Oregon's kind of a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do hope UCLA wins. I like to see. I like to see. T- uh, contrary to Spencer, I like to see big games build up, and. I don't know. I would I would love to see USC versus UCLA where USC has one loss and UCLA is undefeated. I think that would kind of bring the Pac-12 into relevancy. Um I, I, I would like, otherwise they won't they might not put a team in the playoffs from that if they if they're all losing and beating each other up. I mean they probably won't get one anyway, but I'd rather right. see um more than one conference kind of dominate. Like I don't want to see two or three SEC teams in the playoff every year. I want to see something new. Yeah. I'm with you. Um uh, one, one to 13 that I'm going to bet, which I don't know that I love this pick, but I, I like it for the value uh, ball state. Cause I'm going to the homecoming this weekend. They play Eastern Michigan at home. Um, the ball state, if you just bet their money line, they're minus minus one forty. but if you bet their one to 13, they're plus one seventy. I think is what I bet it at. Um, so I don't, I don't envision ball state, you know, beating the shit out of Eastern Michigan whenever both are four and two teams, both are decent Mac teams. And it's a Mac game. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't feel like Ball State's really – have they blown anyone out this year? Every game I've watched, they've won by like – Yeah, they, they beat the shit out of some trash team. Central Michigan? Yeah. Notre Dame? No. Like, I mean, uh, Murray State. <laughs> Murray State, okay, that makes sense. But, yeah, their conference games have been 37 to 30, 44 to 38, 17 to 16. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to play conference games close. That's a great pick. I like that a lot better than I thought earlier. I'm kind of with Spencer here. I love betting noon games. Noon games are the most fun for me to bet. They're so much fun to bet. I, I track all my bets and they're the most profitable for me, too. So, but nothing I really like. Yeah. There's not a lot of good ones on at noon. So, for my one to 13 pick, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with LSU versus Ole Miss. I think it'll be a tight game. It's a big rivalry. I've actually been to this game in person, and it's a lot of fun. It's it's crazy how much these two schools hate each other for the random people that, out there that don't understand that LSU and Ole Miss hate each other. Um, it's a big game. Actually, OBJ and Jarvis Landry were at LSU when I saw them mm. by Ole Miss. Um, OBJ. Never heard of them. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be an exciting game on CBS, so you check that one out. How about Hell Brian yeah. Kelly, though? Brian Kelly, week one, everyone, week, yeah, week one, Labor Day, everyone was like, fire and fire, cost us the game, whatever. Um, but he's they've looked, they've they've really turned it around. They looked mm-hmm. amazing last week, they looked a lot better. They did. Did you just compliment he Brian Kelly? They didn't look good against Tennessee. Me? I'm just I think kidding. He's a great coach. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't mind Brian Kelly. He no, he's a good coach. Do. He's a Cincy ecosystem. He's a murderer. But I didn't I, – Aren't we all, you know? I thought about this today, and this is – I mean, not always true, but I would say the majority of the time. Like, I feel like like Urban Meyer, great murderer. coach, but he's a dick. Murderer. Every, every guy that's a great murderer. coach – Is a murderer. It, yeah, a murderer or just a giant dickhead. One or the other. Well, Dabo Sweeney. Spencer, have you ever seen that stat? He a murderer? Yeah, he is. I mean, probably. Have you ever seen that stat from uh, <laughs> yes. Urban Meyer's 2008 Florida team had 41 out of the 90 scholarship players got have gotten arrested? Yeah. That's, that's like, something to hang your hat on. Put it that's in like the 45% ball. of your team has been arrested. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> like two of them are murderers. Yeah. More than that. <laughs> Tim Tebow, murderer. Yeah, you kill like someone, you got to go to jail or coach one of the top five power school football teams. <laughs> they have all these felons, and then they have a mission guy running their team. That's right. Crazy. Keep going, Kyler. It's almost like Tebow kept all the felons out of trouble when they were in college, and then once they lost Tebow in their life, that's when they're like, yeah, let's be convicts again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they lost their accountability partner. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Boy. Um, Nick, who was your one at 13 pick? Um, I'm gonna ride Ben's money line pick and go Penn State. I think the game will be close. Me too. Like so. we saw last week, Minnesota running the ball and whatnot. Illinois should have been like 30, but if you just looked at the stats. Uh it seemed like Minnesota was really never in it, even though at one point Ben was like they were uh, winning. Illinois put more yards and Minnesota is going to win because they had like a 94 yard kick return. Like, yeah. chill out. Minnesota, they ain't doing shit. 
Minnesota took the lead right after the uh, right at the beginning of the second half, and I was like, Illinois is killing them, and they're losing this game. But then Illinois took care of business. But it's gonna be a gross game, I think. I just don't know how you go into Penn State on a night game and try to win. Mm-hmm. Whoever made the schedule for Minnesota really screwed them over. They did. Tough stretch. Spencer, that hat on your head, you kind of remind me of like a, I don't know, like a centaur at the gates of heaven or something like choosing to let people in or not. That's right. Honestly, it's meant for children, so it kind of has been hurting my head this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like all you need is a sword or something. Yeah. Sophie won't wear it. I I bought it for her. I think she'd be psyched when I went to Colorado. Doesn't love it. Why won't she wear it? Not a fan. Tell her I wear mine, but she wears it. Yeah, you got to. Sure, Austin. Yeah. This is like uh, the baby. For our listeners, we used to fade Spencer's three-year-old daughter last year, and it was actually really profitable. Um, we need to bring that back. Uh fade we need Sophie. A fade Sophie pick every week on the podcast. She's been kind of she's been taking advantage of uh others working for her and uh living off of them. So we need to get her earning her 10 unit play every week. Let's think of a play and what we'll do. A, we'll do an Instagram. I'll do it. It's always it funny Instagram. because so like when we ask her a question, she always says whatever you say. <laughs> second, like 90. Yeah. Percent of the time. So we, we go in there with a pick we like and we try to trick her into saying to the other one. And it's kind of funny because she always says it. And then we go, are you sure? And she doubles down on it. She's like, yeah. <laughs> and we're That's like, well, jokes on you. You're going to lose and we're going to make money. There was one time where to you. There was one time, remember, where we asked her and she said the first one. We're like, oh gosh. And then it ended up hitting still. We were like, yeah. what are the odds of that happening? <laughs> it was hey, like, ask her Penn State or Minnesota. One? What? Ask her Penn State, Penn State or Minnesota. Okay. Sometimes she'll say the one that's easier to say. Easiest. Yeah. Yeah. You got to breathe it. Say, I asked her some UFC guys once and she she couldn't say Nurmaga Medov, which surprised me. I know. <laughs> Dang three-year-olds. She's a horrible better. Nittany um, Lions or Gophers? So obviously, I say Gophers. Do we want to hit any NFL picks real quick? I know I have some wrote down. Uh, kind of. Uh, do we just want to go game by game real quick? Or do you guys have anything? Or do you just want me to throw mine out real quick? You got. You go ahead and throw yours out. Yeah, I was going to piece here. I got to go take care of Okay, so – a lot of these lines have changed, but these are what I bet them at. I got the Giants at plus three at Jacksonville. I got the Giants Jacksonville under 43. I took the Falcons plus seven at Cincinnati. I took the Jets plus three and a half at Denver. It's now down to one. I took Houston and the Raiders under 46. Seahawks plus six and a half at Chargers. And Pittsburgh, Miami, Sunday Night Football under 45 are my picks I've locked in. And then I have some one to 13s as well. Giants plus 160, uh, Bengals plus 170, uh, Jets plus 180, and that's it so far. The you got a good deal on the Seahawks game because that moved to five, you got it at six and a half. I feel like it's kind of crazy we don't and the talk Jets. About more on the NFL podcast because I've actually been doing really well on their spreads this year, yeah, like the best I've ever done. I don't know if it's because I'm locked in on the games or if I'm, I know how the public's going to bet. 
Yeah. It's almost like I'm grabbing a line just based off what I think they're going to finish it at. Yeah. I think it was week one, me and you were talking about them. There were a lot of games that we weren't confident in all, confident in at all. We just took the dogs just to take them. Mm-hmm. True. Like, I think the Bears were playing the Niners and the public was all over the Niners. So we were like, why not take the Bears? The rain game. Last week, you made a lot of money betting dogs. Five out of eight uh, noon games or one games were all underdog wins. For yeah. NFL? Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, some of them were like 10 point wins. The Packers lost, and who else lost? The Steelers beat the Bucks. I, I saw an interesting stat today. Um, in the last 10 years, it's happened 10 times where a team lost as a double digit favorite, and they were a double digit favorite again the next week. So that would be the Bucks this week. Mm-hmm. Guess what that? Guess what their record is after losing outright as a ten-point favorite over the last ten years? It's happened ten times. Guess how many they've covered out of ten? Zero. As a double-digit favorite, the next week. Two. Nick says two. Ben says zero. One. Ten and zero. Are you serious? So Bucks minus ten at Panthers. Yeah. The, yeah. They're 11 um, right now, 11. but um, that's 10 and 0. Small sample size, but yeah, you double your net worth. <laughs> I mean, is PJ Walker, Walker still starting for the Panthers, right? Yeah, yeah, he might be better I, than Baker, though. I think I'm gonna take that. I'll take the Bucks at 11. Granted, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're moving the ball very well, but I just don't see how the Panthers score. Mm-hmm. Especially if they trade stat. McCaffrey, they might they might try to keep him fresh and hold him out because he, he's no good if he's hurt for a trade. Where do you, where do you think he's going to end up? L.A. I mean, Buffalo. He goes, the, he goes to the Bills. Sayonara. That'd be crazy. I want to go to a good team, like a contender. I would. I would. I don't know why the Chiefs wouldn't make a play on him. Yeah. He's yeah. a significant upgrade over what they. I, they're doing fine, but if he makes you that much better, why not go for it? Mm-hmm. Chiefs or Bills? Uh, Where do you think OBJ is going to end up? It's another I think, one. I would guess Buffalo there too, but a lot of people are saying the Vikings, but that just doesn't make sense to me. No, neither. Get a stop. Get a stop. Get a stop. I'm hearing uh, Packers are going to try to get Chase no Claypool. Way. DeAndre Hopkins gets so many bullshit calls. Um, who's getting who? Packers are getting who? Chase Claypool is the, the rumor that I'm seeing. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Sixth round pick. <laughs> 500K. He did hold him, I guess. Who is this guy that just scored for the Cardinals? Ward? Number 30. Is it Jonathan Ward? I don't know who it is, but he's taking all my touchdowns. It's kind of crazy how often the NFL refs have been screwing up the last few weeks. I know they are still amazing, but it seems like their screw-ups have been really big ones. Yeah. That's why it's been talked about so much. You just don't see that very often in the NFL. They're usually spot on. The whole roughing the passer thing has been horrible. Last week wasn't that bad that I noticed, but 
any other plays on NFL? Um, that's all I've actually made. I'm sure I'll okay. make another 20, but. Yep. So be paying, paying attention to our Instagram. Um, we'll, we'll do those, uh, Austin will post those plays on the day of, um, so pay attention for either, I guess, Saturday night or Sunday morning. Um, he's been doing really well on those. I've been tallying along. So if anybody, uh, tailed their, the Yankees Astros first half pick today, that hit pretty easily. Nice. But plus one fifty. Oh, man. Yep, that's all we got for this week. Um, be sure to check out our UFC podcast. It's only like 12 minutes long. Um, it's pretty much just rapid-fire picks. I gave a pick out for every single fight. Huge card on Saturday. Starts at 10 a.m. Um, awesome. So 10 a.m. Massive sports weekend. You got UFC 280, college football, NHL, NBA, NFL. MLB. MLB Championship Series. You got golf. You got NASCAR playoffs. I mean, it's what a time to be alive. Wow. I mean, when you're forced to be in your off in an office for 20 hours a day, nothing better to help buy the time, you know. For nothing sure. Like going to a wedding. <laughs> um, what's I think we go 12 and 4 better on our picks this week. Wouldn't be shocked if we get a clean sweep. That'd be sweet. I'd love to see it. I'm going to go parlay all 16 together. Oh, my God. $5 will pay. <laughs> what did you say? We're going to parlay all 16 picks together. So I'm going to go parlay all 16. If we go 16-0, and 0, next week's going to be a massive party at B-Dubs for Ben's birthday. Yeah, we're breaking, other, Spence, we're breaking Spencer's other kneecap. Ooh, <laughs> I like the sound of that. That does sound fun. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Thanks, guys.